Welcome to the gym closet. I'm here as usual with at Jordan.Hildreth and at Shane Sagabarth. We have an awesome interview with Corbin Pearson and Justin Thomas that we will get to here in a second. We're a little upset that this guy can't, he's a little Canadian guy, can't figure out how to run this podcast equipment with uh, one of his YouTube videos. So Andrew something or other doesn't sorry know about it. <laughs> doesn't know how to make a YouTube sorry. video. He's sorry that he can't help us and we're, we're dumb enough that we can't figure this stuff out. So anyway, Shane, how's it going, man? Good. Uh, a little sick today, this week. Um, powering through it, though, bud. Under, under the weather. little under the weather. I Right before this, I actually took a two-hour nap, and I woke up, and I was like, oh, shit, what time is it? <laughs> Luckily, it was like 7. Yes, you got nervous to miss the podcast. I, I can't be it. doing that. I love it. I love it. Jordan, how are you doing? Pretty good, man. That interview we just had was, it was a lot of fun to do that, get to know a different perspective from somebody that's been in it for a while. Um, Somebody that you know, I guess, you and Corbin have been doing shows for quite a bit. Um, And then Justin, who I kind of met, quasi-met through Instagram, was a cool guy. So it was real cool to get to talk to those two and uh, looking forward to playing that later. Definitely, definitely. And we'll get to that here. Actually, let's let's just jump right into that uh, interview. Um, we'll install right here. All right, welcome guys to the gym closet. We're interviewing Corbin and Justin. What's your last name? Thomas. Thomas. So Corbin Pearson and uh, Justin Thomas. We got Corbin with us. I've known for for a little bit here. Um, you know, we've been kind of in the natural bodybuilding circuit together. This kid has um, the craziest ghost waist game I've ever seen in my life. Uh, just disappears for him from you, which is awesome. You know, his uh, and are you? Do you coach Justin then, Corbin? Yeah, I mean, we've been working together for a couple years now, a little over a couple years, yeah, maybe probably something. like two and a half, yeah, two and a half years. Probably, yeah, something around there. Awesome. So. Tell me a little bit, Corbin, about how how you got started in, in kind of what your background is in the sport and uh, and then how you got into coaching. Okay. Uh, well, I played a lot of sports growing up just throughout my childhood and in high school. Um, and once I kind of made the decision that I didn't want to play sports in college any anymore, I still wanted a way just to, first of all, stay in shape. And I've always just been a really competitive person, so I wanted a way to satisfy that competitive edge still. Um and then I just kind of found working out um, my senior year of high school, I think, when I just kind of wanted originally to get in just better shape for, like, baseball and other, like, sports. Um, but more along as, like, time, like, went on and stuff, I kind of just fell more in love with the process of, you know, working out and the progress and the results that I was seeing, seeing from it. Um, and then my freshman year of college, I made the decision to compete my first bodybuilding show after that year. Um, I'd been training for a couple of years at that, that point felt I had okay enough size, at least in like a teen class or something. Um, yeah, I did my first show after my freshman year of college, and kind of ever since then, I've been hooked on, on the lifestyle and sport, and I've probably been coaching for the last three years seriously now. I just figured, you know, I have a, I have a real passion for the fitness pushing in the, in general, and I just thought it would be awesome to, you know, help other people reach their goals in the same way. That I had as well. So, what year was that when you competed for your first year? Uh, 
Um, let's see, that was probably back in 2000, 2010, I think. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, so I started uh, my my personal bodybuilding. I was uh, around that same time, a little bit, probably a year prior for my first show. But yeah, so we've kind of been on the scene around the same time and run into, I mean, the, the natural bodybuilding community is a pretty small community, especially in the Midwest. So you end up running into a lot of the same people, um, you know, when you're, when you're, when you're doing, uh, competitions close to, you know, where you were, uh, tell me, Justin, tell me a little bit about your start and kind of what got you into the sport. So I competed in men's physique for the first time in 2013. That was in the MPC Pacific USA's. Um, I wasn't working with Corbin back then. Back then I had a different coach. Um, <clears throat> it was an online coach as well, and uh, I guess what kind of made me, made me want to get into that kind of, you know, competing and everything was just me really needing something to keep me accountable, like hold me accountable for uh, getting into the best shape of my life and stuff, because I would start programs prior to that, and then I would just, you know, kind of give them up because I never had anything, like no real deadline or anything to really keep me going. So I decided to, you know, invest money and time into something that would really get me into the best shape of my life. And it started out as just like a, you know, something I just planned to do one time just to kind of, you know, cross it off my bucket list. And after I did it, I didn't, I wasn't really planning on competing again. And then I found out about flexible dieting just from, you know, following different people online um, and finally decided I would, you know, I hired another coach after competing in 2013, and I was with that one for a year, and I only hired that one because I did a competition on bodybuilding.com where at the beginning of the year, they do like that, you know, $100,000 thing where if you... Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I, I don't even know what it's called. Some uh, transformation. Yeah, like body transformation. transformation. I think... Yeah. Man, I think everybody's done that one once, uh, you know, starting there, starting in the bodybuilding world, it seems like. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty popular, for yeah. sure. So after after doing that, um, I realized, you know, maybe now that I do flexible dieting, maybe stepping on stage was an, an option. And after working with Corbin uh, for a couple of years, after doing that, I uh I decided to give another try. I did uh, men's physique and decided to do classic physique um, this past summer of 2017 and ended up getting my classic physique, IPE classic physique pro card. So That's awesome. Congratulations, man. And that's a new category this year, right? Or was it last year? This year, yeah. This year, yeah. Here was for the natural exercise at least. Sure, yeah. sure. That's awesome. So do you have any, uh, Justin, do you have plans to compete here with your pro card anytime soon, or are you, you uh, taking till next year or the year after? Um, I'm thinking 2019 if I do it again. Um, you know, I trained for the shows I did this past June. Uh, I started that prep and training uh, back in, like, November 2016, so I just kind of need a, need a break, you know, and I also want to put on some size because if I do decide, get back on stage, I definitely want to be able to compete, you know, definitely. now that I'm, you know, at the pro level, I don't want to get up there and, you know, not, not have a chance, I want to make sure I'm giving myself a little bit of a, a chance to compete. 
definitely. And this is such a, it's a slow sport if you're going to be successful. So, um, you know, that's, that's awesome. And, uh, um, so kind of, um, whichever one of you want to kind of take it, uh, which, you know, kind of describe your guys' coaches, uh, athlete relationship and, and how, um, you know, how important is that to, to have a good relationship with your coach and to be able to, you know, uh, sit down and do an interview with them or, you know, ask any of the questions, feel free to, you know, get deep with your coach and, and really get, you know, into some of the stuff that, you know, on the surface, a lot of coaches may not just touch on. Um, well, you can kind of chime in right as I'm kind of, as I'm kind of talking, but um, I think the biggest thing is important with the coach-athlete relationship. I mean, it's obvious, but uh, communication is just huge. Um, it's, I mean, not not only just actually, you know, checking in on your scheduled times per, per week, but just being like honest, you know, just with like, you know, what you've actually been doing, diet, diet, diet wise and stuff. You know, a lot of people won't really say anything about like, you know, what their actual nutrition was that week. So it's just like kind of assumed that they followed everything exactly. But obviously, you know, a lot of stuff comes up and there's sometimes you can't exactly like follow your calories from macro so um just like you know letting your coach know little little things like that which aren't a huge deal in that week you know that could affect like you making a set of adjustments for that week or something that you may have not needed to make had you known that they you know maybe weren't like 100 percent spot on their diet or something along those along those lines like i know justin is always very honest with me uh, you know has a couple of bad off days or an off day throughout the week or weekend or something he always like lets me lets me know and then if you know if his weight's up a little bit that but that week then obviously i know it was probably from like one of those like off days or something and i don't like freak out and like make some more adjustments or something just based on based on that so that's kind of a little random example to show it's like you know communication is big um and then i let me get anything to touch on Actually, you know, I coach I coach Jordan here as well, so I'll have him kind of speak on 
you know, a little bit of his experience. He did had his first season this this year as well. So um, we'll let him reflect and, and kind of, uh, you know, tag along with that those same comments with you guys. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, speaking from the other side of things, like, you, you know, you talk about having a good relationship. Um, and then I'm stuck with Tyler, who, you know, sometimes maybe isn't always the greatest person in the world. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, you know. I, I think that you guys pretty much hit it on the head. I'm, you know, sending sending pictures of yourself in your drawers to someone that you're not comfortable with is it, it's just not something you can do. Um, and it's a small thing like that that I, I think speaks volumes for what you're really looking for um, with that coach. So anyway, uh, got with Tyler this this past year. I think we started bulking in 2016 and uh, went all the way and then had started cutting what was it, January of 2017 up to my first show in May, which we knew I wasn't ready for, but Tyler wanted me to get the experience, which turned out to work wonders because the first time you step on stage, it's kind of, you know, those lights are shining bright and it's, it's a little freaky, honestly. Um, but you get over that, you get used to it, you understand how the show works, simply knowing when you're going to have to go on stage, when you're backstage, what you've got to do to pump up. A lot of those things I didn't know, you know, I'm standing back there kind of, freaking out about maybe pumping too hard because then I won't step on stage and I'll be tired or just little things that you you don't know unless you've tried so then that second show I went out there and I was a lot more confident I looked better I felt better took a real close second place um and you know there's nothing you can do about it at that point but to get pop back on and get back grinding so he's got me bulking wanted to do about a full year this time so i think in, until april or may of 2018 I'll, I'll be bulking and then start cutting down for a late fall show yeah so some of the other stuff we wanted to kind of touch on is you know hopefully you know you guys you guys have found that coach that that works for you you know corbin myself there's several really good coaches out there um but justin you had said that you had a uh, a coach that maybe wasn't that great or um, you had experiences that may not have been ideal for, for your preps. Um, so I wanted to touch on, you know, the quote unquote bad coaches and, you know, cause they're everywhere now, which is really unfortunate, yeah. but, um, yeah, you know, social media these days, right. <laughs> yeah. Platform to speak, yeah. you know, when they're not necessarily qualified. Right. And actually, um, uh, I wanted me and you Corbin were on, uh, we we were we were on the same side of uh, you know getting getting trolled from uh, from a, a recent argument here uh, about you know keto is the only thing for everybody type of argument. Oh, yeah. that, that <laughs> I, I just love jumping on and, and having you know uh, a couple of guys that I know are legit come in and say you know yeah this you know you're you're not doing the right thing and you know. There's, there's reasons to do this, there's reasons to do that, but you're blanketing the entire, uh, you know, you're blanketing everybody into this uh, right, certain right, diet yeah. or whether it's a diet or a type of, you know, uh, a type of periodization or workout or whatever. If you're blanketing everybody with it, it just doesn't make sense. So we actually touched on that a little bit on our on our last podcast with uh, some nutrition talk and and some coaching talk and stuff too. So yeah, uh, Justin, if you want to chat with, uh, kind of touch on what, what some of those bad experiences may be. And then, um, you know, Corbin, obviously you've, you've been, um, online and you've seen, you know, the, the Instagram coaches that are, 
uh, obviously have no qualifications and, and no knowledge, but they're, you know, giving out these cookie cutter type of programs. Let, uh, we'll kind of let you guys speak on some of that, your experience in there. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so the first coach I had in 2013, I was following on Instagram for a while and I was like, man, you know, it would be really cool if I could look like this dude because the dude had a great physique, you know, and he works hard and everything. And, uh, I was like, you know, I, I want to hire somebody to teach me how to look like that. And obviously it must be him because he looks like that. And that was a mistake. Um, and, and not to take anything from him because he, he had me looking pretty, pretty good in 2013. But, um, just as far as the experience, that I had with him versus the experience that I had with Corbin, um, <clears throat> like night and day. So I check in weekly with Corbin. And I checked in weekly with this uh, with this other guy, and the other guy, uh, each response that he gave me would just be, you know, of just a few words, like barely even a sentence sometimes, where you know, like you're dealing with my health here, you know, so. I feel like a lot of people who jump into this whole online coaching thing, they forget that there are health aspects of this. Like you're telling somebody what to do. You know, that person is obviously going to have questions. So a lot of times I would have questions or I would need something explained just so for my own knowledge and also just to make sure that I'm doing something right for myself and for my health. And this person would hardly give me any responses uh, that really – answered my questions, you know, and, you know, sometimes these people, you may have several questions. So sometimes there'll be times where I would have, you know, four or five questions in one email and he would only respond to one of the four or five questions. And, you know, it's just, you don't, that's not a sign of a good coach to me. Like to me, communication is, is big. You know, you have to remember that I'm paying you money, my show prep in your hands. I'm putting my, my trust in your hands. Like, there's a lot of responsibility. Like, even if it's perfect, though, it's something that should be taken. Yeah. And spending your hard-earned money, hard-earned money, you definitely want to uh, give that person the best experience. And I don't feel like I had the very best experience, you know, trying to get they got to answer certain questions and give me full explanations, which is, it was too hard for me. But, uh, I mean... I, I stuck with him, and he, he kept his end of the promise. Like, we, you know, he came to my show. He helped me. You know, I, it, it was an okay experience, but uh, one thing that I like about Corbin is, like, how, how detailed he is in any questions that I do ask him. You know, if I ask him anything, like, he will go above and beyond. He might even, you know, not to, <laughs> have to throw him under the bus, but he might give me too much information. And his responses to where I'm like, whoa, wait, what? This is just totally confusing me. Because like I said, I'm not well versed in all of this health stuff. So, you know, but I would definitely prefer someone who would go above and beyond and give me more information than I need than not give me enough. You know, like Corbin, he gives me, uh, you know, just information that he knows on top of his head. He'll give me links that I can go look at, you know, and, and do even more research if I want to. He'll give me re things to dip to reference. He'll give me different metaphors to break it down for somebody like me who is kind of simple-minded and this type of stuff. So those are some of the big the, the big differences. I feel like I'm definitely getting more bang for my buck and to appreciate someone who really goes above and beyond for you as a client. That's kind of like my big my big 
comparison between the two. Sure. What's uh, Corbin? What would be one example? I know there's thousands since we've been in the industry, but what's one example of you know a uh, maybe a client came to you and said you know this happened to me, or you've just heard about it through the grapevine of you know something that a way that somebody coached or you know an example of a, a potentially bad coach for for a uh, physique athlete um i mean yeah kind of like like you said there's literally so many examples i can like think of now um but let's try to think of the first one um i mean first of all i have nothing wrong against like actual meal meal plans or whatever and when i say meal plans i mean like you know when it actually has like meal one like list listed out meal two exactly like what you're eating for each and every meal um but i've had a lot of clients that say when they work with the coach you know they're trainer or the coach just gave them a meal plan with like no calories or macros at all and they just like followed that meal plan for like the same like 12 or 16 weeks or something so like not only is that not taken into consideration that like your caloric maintenance changes so obviously you need to kind of continuously make adjustments to keep the fat loss phase going you know it shows that they're not actually like without actually having macros or calories in the in the plan there's like no way they can 100 percent for sure know you know if they're kind of doing what they need to do each week to kind of keep making progress and all that so i see a lot of these plans that just have like very i guess very basic cookie cutter plans you know has exactly what you should eat for each like meal along with like notes at the bottom of like what not to eat you know i've seen the plans that tell their client like not to eat like just any type of like dairy or any type of like bread source or stuff like you know just random random stuff like that based like demonizing like food groups or whatever when as we all know you know it's kind of all about your just long-term consistent caloric and macronutrient intake and all that and um also on top of that um i feel like a lot of coaches just give out like certain length uh preps like for example i had a bikini competitor that just signed up with with me recently she said she was inquiring to a lot of coaches first she said most of the coaches were just pitching her like a 12 a 12 week prep without without even like asking her her background and, and information without seeing pictures of her so i was like there's no way these coaches can know for sure 12 weeks of what she to prep without even asking you a single like question you know that just shows that they don't really know what they're doing they're more in it for the money they're unqualified definitely yeah, kind of just Definitely. I mean, if you don't know measurements, pictures, where their metabolisms, I, I say metabolism set point. So basically where it's at, you know, maintenance today, then you have no idea on what they may have 50 pounds to lose. And that's not going to be a 12 week. Uh, yeah. Like they treat it all like it's the same base. Like everyone can just prep in like, you know, 12 weeks for bikini and men's physique and like 16 weeks for bodybuilding, which, right. you know, it can easily be able to double that. Oh, no, definitely. Least, so. Definitely. Um, so yeah, we're, we're kind of coming up on our time here, but I wanted to, uh, uh, thank you guys for, for jumping on. Also, um, if you guys want to, uh, you know, give a little, uh, pitch for your social media at all, um, go ahead and, and sign off with that. All right, cool. Uh, well, yeah, first of all, thanks for, uh, thanks for having us on, you know, I appreciate it. You know, it's cool to kind of get experience like this. Definitely. Um, but yeah, as far as the social media pitch, um, I have my, my team website is teampearsonfitness.com. Um, I'm very active on Instagram where I post a lot of just kind of educational content. And that's kind of confusing to say on this, but it's live underscore 
laugh underscore lift 26. Yeah, thanks again for having us. Uh, I'm Justin Thomas. Uh, my Instagram is at stlkid84. That's at stlkid84. Like stl short, like short for St. Louis. I really don't. I don't post educational stuff. Really, I'm just on there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're just getting fans. You got you got fans out there though, right? Draws or something. Just let get a little thirst trap. <laughs> appreciate it again and uh we'll talk to you guys soon hopefully see you at a sh- couple shows here uh probably beginning of next year yeah definitely man i always feel like i see you at a random show like once every couple years or something so definitely for sure yeah, yeah and hopefully we'll you know we'll stay in touch if there's anything else um you know that we can collab on that'd be awesome yeah yeah def- definitely man Just let us know sweet have a good night guys all right see you. thanks see ya Thanks again to Corbin and Justin for that interview. It really gives some insight on uh, the bodybuilding world and, you know, the natural bodybuilding world, which is more important. But, um, you know, I love being a gym owner and doing what we would do with all the athletes here at Crave Gym. I love um, the bodybuilding side of the fitness industry right now because it takes all of the principles that that we need to know as coaches and and really just intensifies them and takes them to an extreme so if what works with a natural uh, bodybuilder or a natural bikini athlete or a natural physique athlete you can then translate into helping everybody else because the nutrition and everything is really great ways to um, to do it and it it's has to be done in a way that the athletes can can maintain that nutrition and um, can can really just be successful on it. So it really takes um, again, and also you know there's so much all the science, all the nutrition science, all the strength science come from two places. They came came from uh, a lot, all the strength work comes from your strength and conditioning coaches and your uh, college side of things, and all the nutrition you know research and and all of that is is mostly coming from the natural bodybuilding world and the coaches that are bringing their physique athletes to you know the next level so it's awesome to hear from those guys and um we'll close out uh you know we're back in the gym closet here but we'll close out the episode four here is that what we're on that's what we're on all right god we're killing them here uh we'll close out the podcast here with some final thoughts jordan since since you came unprepared today (laughs) i was a little disappointed but we'll uh we'll go to your final thoughts first my final thoughts spot uh, drunkstagramming. It is, it is a major problem. <laughs> it's a thing. And it needs <sighs> to be stopped. I'm mostly referring and talking to Drunk Jordan. Listen, buddy, you can't go liking everybody's pictures. You can't do it. It's, it's too much. You need to stop it. We've, we're, we're pretty happy you've avoided sending direct messages. We've avoided that so far. You haven't slid into the DMs. Haven't slid yet. into the DMs. But um, you time, did get sus- you did get suspended though here that was, recently for yeah. liking too many pictures. That was sober Jordan's fault. That was sober. I, sober Jordan's just going here, bot mode. Yeah. and liking all these, all, all these yeah, pictures. Yeah, Instagram banned me 
uh, since like 3 p.m. today, and I still haven't been able to get on, and it's frustrating. I keep sending them emails. How many most... times you you're like a stalker? How many times have you emailed Instagram? Oh, probably too many at this point. Email, the last one was probably a... think it's a bot emailing. The last one was an apology. To... <laughs> the bot's not going to apologize. I said Instagram. I am sorry. <laughs> I've learned my lesson. It's been sorry. too long. <laughs> I'm sorry. You actually please you let actually me email, back on. You actually email. Yes, dude. Because I need. It's to... like an ex-girlfriend. You you like you're on and off with them. <sighs> it's tough. They're being mean to me right now. Yeah, but seriously, they're folks, giving you the silence treatment. Back to my point. Drunkstagramming. Don't do it. All right, and uh, Shane, let's get a closing closing thought from you here. Food for thought. That's what we're calling. Uh, food it, right? for thought. I had an interview today at work. Went pretty well. Nice. For but, what? Uh, just a manager position. But getting guap. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I got all dressed fancy. And nice. I, I saw that real on nice. your snaps. Real nice. But it's just like ultimate competition, you know. So I go in there, me thinking, you know, it's me versus the other five, six, ten other people that are interviewing. Sure. So. Again, just breaking it down on a on a level where anything I can make into a competition, then it, it it helps me so much more. I love it. So went in there, dominated it. Hopefully, we'll see. <laughs> if not, I get if I'm looking for work here in two weeks, you know, you'll know why. So but, you went in there and you did shit with a purpose, right? And you'll get results. Hopefully, you know that yeah. that's what that's what we're trying to get out of this right. gym season here. Yeah. So I, I think the biggest thing was not to make a fool of myself. So it prohibited me from getting future positions. And I think <laughs> I accomplished that. So we're You good. set goals and you accomplish them. You knock them down. Right. Brick by brick. Right. <laughs> right. Also the 49ers. Best 0-4 team of the season. You bet. <laughs> well, hey, he, they're 3-1 he, and, he's they're three and in, one he's wearing against head the spread. To toe. He's head to toe. 49ers gear right three now. and one against the spread so good good team so good no, 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 no. Team. good teams good win team. great teams cover. beat the spread oh. they cover that's oh. that's all the betting community can ask for mic drop <laughs> mic drop <laughs> from the stand even though even though it's on a stand he dropped it um so yeah so i have a few things here so uh my wife amber and i had a uh had an argument <laughs> that just blew up the internet i think so um we put we put online uh this argument because we we had i i win i i won it hands down hands down and there's there's no uh she was she was not happy about it but you know it is what it is and i i won the argument and um so with my closing statement i'm uh I'm going to offer a perplexing question here with pills. Do you a put the pill in your mouth and slam some water to to take your pill? Do you b put water in your mouth and hold it in your mouth while you put pills in your mouth and then swallow that concoction? What what do you what do you do on what does a normal person do, guys? Pills first. Pills first. Pills first. Pills first. Pills first, Amber. Pills first. <laughs> how do you like keep that water in in your I, mouth yeah, how while like sloshing out, sliding a pill in? So, so we posted this on Facebook. I don't think you could slide the pill in. You'd have to throw it back, right? If you've got water in your mouth, you're, it, it, that's you're why it's so perplexing. Throwing I don't it understand. back. Yeah, I don't understand. A, how do you keep the water in your mouth? B, how does the pill not just like dissolve when it hits the water already in your mouth? I don't know. But 
she 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 just you know what's gonna suck is because I won that argument online. I think like ninety five percent of the comments, which there were just hundreds. hundreds. Hundreds of comments, which is awesome. But the the fact that I won that argument is going to suck when I take a pill like a normal person and I start choking on it. And she's – instead of giving me the Heimlich and, and you know, like saving her husband's life, she's going to be like, eh, I told you so. I, but before I save your life, I really want you to know that I was right on this argument and you, you suck. So – uh, I won the argument, but I, I don't know if I won life at that point. Um, the next one that I wanted to talk about was, um, you know, we went to the uh, the concert in Boone, and, um, you know, you, you have your outdoor outdoor bathrooms. and Hold on. Did they only serve Miller Lite there? No, they didn't. They had Everybody I saw had Miller Lite in their hand. Oh, maybe they did when you got inside. I brought my own stuff that we were tailgating with, but we literally pull up to an alfalfa field. We park an alfalfa field. We, the stage is set up in an alfalfa field with a gate around it, and we walk in and we stand in an alfalfa field and watch him perform. It was pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, they, now that I think about it, they might have just been Miller Lite. I would have left. I I was too drunk at that point to even notice <laughs> what I was drinking. Um, I'm surprised that I was holding it. Wait, what do you have against Miller Lite? It's the same thing as Bud Light. No, there's it, ta- no it tastes there's like it tastes like horse piss. Yeah, Miller Light they is both are not fantastic. No, Bud Light actually Bush Light, excuse me, is basically God's tears in the can. Oh God's tears! <laughs> oh God's. He's tears crying in the because can. it tastes so bad. No, no. All right, sorry. Outdoor, outdoor. <laughs> so okay, yes. Yeah, so, pots. So one, the the worst part of this entire thing is. In the tailgating parking lot, there's like six of them, right? In so so the line is 45 minutes long. So as you're tailgating, you have to time your piss out 45 minutes in advance to stand in this line, you know, or risk you know getting arrested and being on the sex offenders list and all that kind of shit that you don't want to be a part of in this open parking lot that's in the middle of a cornfield that or alfalfa field. But so. My question about those are, what do you call them? Kaibos. That's their actual name. They're called Kaibos. Okay. Shane? What? What do you call them? What the them? fuck is a Kaibo? Right? <laughs> what in the fuck they, is that's, a Kaibo? Uh, that's, that's what you're talking about. They're called Kaibos. Such a false statement. It's not. Only... Call the people that set those things Where? up. In Iowa? Jim's Johns in, in, in Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. And they're called, guess what? Kaibos. Yeah. Spelled with a K. In in Iowa. You nope. call that same company in Nebraska, guess what? You're going to call them porta potties. Using Nebraska as an example isn't very good. Or, okay, Nobody so wants Nebraska, to know what you're going to do in Nebraska. <laughs> Nebraska and every other state in the United States. That's not true. I want I want to hear what I, 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 I grew up on this. in Northwest Iowa in, in porta pot. It's porta pot. Port-a-pot. Or yeah. porta john. I'm from Texas and it's Kaibos. Texas and it's Kaibos. Okay, so we're not gonna we're not gonna agree to disagree on this one. We're gonna bring this to it's, Facebook. But it's what their name actually is. But that's so false. It's only no, it's but, a perception of no, what it is. No, but I mean literally. If but you look up the word Kaibo, is, is Kleenex literally the name for Kleenex? No, no that's a no, tissue it's brand. A, it's a yes, it's a facial right, tissue. So maybe Porta John is a brand of Kaibo. Do you ever think of that? 
that, that is growing that up, be. it was called Porygon because that was the brand. But but when you in the ask for when you ask what for is a it, tissue, how paper, do you spell Kaibo? K A I B O. So they spell it dumb anyway. That's Japanese. That, that's your opinion. That's, that, that no, sounds that's, like a no. Move. The Japanese thing is wrong. The dumb is your opinion. That's so. What what, <laughs> what language is is Kaibo? Because Kaibo English. is not English. It's. I'm pretty sure it is. Look, here's the thing. If you're gonna say something originated in Iowa and then not call it English, that's you, you're doing. You're saying two different things. It's either not from Iowa or it's English. Iowa is the widest state I've ever lived or, in. Okay, well, <laughs> They're about, not doing anything about, with another language. I'll tell you that. Have you Nebraska? How about ass backwards? <laughs> Bass backwards. Bass backwards. I mean, that's that's what it is. It's frustrating, and I disagree with you. And I okay, disagree so with the people I was you were going in. Let me just. It's not a kaibo. It, it's a fucking portable. So how many people are arguing with you? It, I caught myself calling it a kaibo by the end of the night. Because it's that name. I was pissed. I was pissed. So you came into here expecting us to believe the same as you and call it a portage. Yes, and, and I knew right away yes, that it was called kaibo. No, and and you're you're outnumbered. You're outnumbered. Two to one. We have to order these things at my real job, and they're called Kaibos. Everybody that orders them says, call the Kaibo. Well, they're wrong. Jim's John's. I don't know if so I'm advertising so, that So guy. you're talking to all these people that are wrong. Like, how does that make you feel that in your daily career, you're just you're just conversing with all wrong. these people that are wrong? Oh, I, well, it makes me feel shitty now. Right? They're just, they're, they're just wrong. They're, <laughs> Two wrongs do not make a right, right in, never. This, yeah. in this situation. Exactly. And you're, right. you're outvoted. So in the gym closet, Wait. they are porta-potties. Okay. Because... Or porta pots, or porta toilets. So I'm, I'm still going to call them a kaibo. Yeah, you would. All right. <laughs> well, we're going to sign off. We're going to get out of here and go ahead and let us know. We're going to put this up when we put the episode up, and we're on our on our Instagram and our Facebook. Give us your opinion on both the pill question and the kaibo porta potty. Uh, debacle because I want to know what everybody thinks. So thanks again for tuning in. Um, again, I am at tr crave strong crave with a K. We have Jordan, which is at Jordan dot Hildreth and at Shane Segabarth signing off. Headed home from the gym closet. Thanks. Peace.